We are here, episode one of the Dirt Bags podcast, uh, in the studio with my co-host, Luke Payne of Black Iron Dirt. What's going on, Luke? Luke, the other dirt bag. What's going on, man? Just a couple dirt bags talking, having a good conversation. Um, I uh, so what's what's the point of this podcast, and uh, what's what's new about it? So I think you and I both kind of decided to where we have a pretty good reach on our social medias, but we wanted to collaborate together to provide more of like an informational um, podcast and then hopefully build some sort of network behind that to help these people that may have questions regarding, you know, starting their own business in the dirt world or anything like that to where, you know, we can send them to, you know, so-called website or said website and say, Hey, talk to these people. You know, these are our um, trusted, you know, partners, we should call them. Um, and they'll get you set up with any questions you need. Um, that, and not only, you know, just to, just to get people involved, you know, just to, um, bring people together in the dirt world. So for, for sure. Yeah. I love just, you know, diving into it because it's, you know, we, we've been on a couple of podcasts together before. And so this is different for, for us and for a few other people, but, um, really what this is, is it's so hyper-focused in the dirt world. Like we're mm -hmm. bringing on, um, guests that are in the dirt world, you know, whether that's financing, lawyers, um, you know, even tax accountants and just business owners like, like yourself. And, you know, I'm super stoked to just be talking with these people and really shedding light on the dirt world, but then also going even further, like when we do have a platform, uh, we can sort of connect those individuals and businesses together. Um, because it, it just feels like it's an industry that has so much more potential and that, you know, there are some bigger players out there really doing a great job of like stepping up and helping. Um, but I think we're just, you know, doing our part to, to try and connect the dots here. But then also like answer questions of the unknown for that new person coming in, you know, so it's trying to take down those walls of barrier um, of entrance, if that makes sense. You know, I remember, I'm sure when you started your business, you were like, where do I start? Where do I go? Um, and you know, how many other people are, you know, asking those same questions and hopefully we can get, people on here to really kind of, um, open those questions up and really dissect them with some good answers. Yeah. And you know what, one of my favorite things is, uh, you know, after this, we'll kind of go into some introductions of who you and I, <clears throat> excuse me, who you and I are and what we do. But uh, one of my favorite things is to talk with entrepreneurs and business owners, just because yep. it is such a different, um, thing to go through. It's almost like this community of, if you're an entrepreneur, like you and I have something in common and Correct. there's a lot of great things and there's a lot of bumps in the road, but, um, having somebody to help answer some of those questions, you know, I've, I'm about two and a half years in, I think you're about three or yeah, right around three or so in. And so it's like, do we know everything? No, but do we know more than we did two and a half years ago? Definitely. 100%. And, and you know, if, I was going to say, and the connection, like it, it, you could be in completely different industries, but just talking, you know, business related topics, you can, you can get lost in conversation. Like when you and I had lunch the other day, that was a two hour lunch. Yeah. Right. And it didn't feel like it. We were like, Oh God, we should probably go back to work. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, no, I love that. And so I'm just super stoked to have entrepreneurs on and even listening in and just like yeah. sending us feedback, sending us questions, like uh, Luke and I have, you know, we, we've got a lot of plans to do things for, you know, the listeners and just really make this as immersive and um, interactive as possible. And, you know, we've got a list of guests, uh, you know, we'll announce that later in the show here. Uh, but first, uh, 
Luke, you know, Luke Payne, do you mind introducing yourself for people that don't know who you are and what you do and like how you got into this business? Yeah. So like Luke said, my name is Luke, the two Lukes. Uh, I'm Luke P. He's Luke E. Um, I own Black Iron Dirt here in Fargo. Um, and that company, we're a small excavation company is how we market it. Um, we do everything from finish home grades to uh, basement excavation to, you know, demolition, um, all that type of thing, kind of more of the specialty realm of the excavation side. Um, what made us really want to get into it or what made me really want to get into it is the machines. I mean, I love machinery. I don't know what it is. The work is super fun, but like operating, it's just so soothing. So I think that's my favorite part about it. But then, you know, opportunity, there's just a lot of opportunity to really grow within our market, um, to where, you know, we can help other contractors out. I think the whole mentality of, um, just, bad business is really prominent in today's like entrepreneurial world. So I'd like to somehow flip that to where, you know, contractors can work with other contractors very easily and they can both obtain what they're trying to, you know, get done. So, so you and I have talked about it before, but it's, it's so funny how, you know, you kind of, a lot of people ask you like, what's your secret sauce? Like, what are you mm -hmm. doing different? And I guess what's your answer to, what do you, what's your magic trick to, to seeing this success and to, um, doing what you do? Honestly, it's it, people ask me that all the time. They're like, Oh, you got really big in those three years. I'm like, yeah, we actually, you know, we proved or we grew pretty good in size. Mm -hmm. I honestly think like our, um, you know, magic sauce per se is honestly like our equipment, you know, everyone's kind of trending with that black equipment now. Um, but you know, newer trucks, nicer equipment, um, the work that we do, but then also how we present that work, thanks to phase of marketing. Um, but I think our reach is so beyond what others are doing and how they're trying to like tell a story. You know, a lot of people are like, they'll, I see on social media, they'll have like a job say, yo, completed, done on to the next. I'm like, you didn't tell anything about that job. There was no storyline. How boring. If I'm another contractor, I'm going to be like, Oh, that was dumb. And then keep scrolling. But if they have like a picture of something cool and something, you know, that attracts you in, you're going to be like, okay, let's divulge into that. And then if you have a good, you know, bio or whatever behind that picture, it'll really kind of immerse people into it. And then I think they'll take kind of a liking to you and, you know, maybe it's another contractor to where, Oh, Hey, let's give that guy a shot or Hey, let's bring that guy on type thing. Right. So I think that's, I think that's kind of like our secret and it's not really a secret. Right. Um, I, it's just, you know, doing things a little bit differently. Yeah. It's almost like you're just, you're, you're not doing like a secret thing. That's incredible. It's like, yeah. you're just not doing the stupid stuff and, Correct. or, or at least you're, you know, trying to stay away from the stupid stuff. It happens to all of us, but you everybody know, does something stupid. At one yeah. Point, right. It's like, I mean, the simple things like don't burn bridges and, yep. you know, um, communicate well, you know, mm -hmm. send texts back, do your best to send emails back and just, kind of make it right. Uh, you know, obviously we'll all have bad eggs in business where it, you just can't make anything right with them, but, um, right. just trying to be a good person, being transparent and realizing that, Hey, we're all in this thing called life together. Like let's not make each other's life suck more. Um, mm -hmm. and you know, a couple other things that, uh, I think black iron, like why you guys are seeing some of the success is for one, you know, it's, it's, it's you, it's also your team, you know, you're only yep. as good as your team. Um, Correct. But, you know, it, they go hand in hand together because I'm good friends with your whole team and like they mm -hmm. love working with you. So it's it definitely goes hand in hand. But then also, um, 
you know, another thing is realizing you can't do everything. And mm-hmm. um, I'm really interested to bring on like an owner operator, um, you know, as we kind of progress on this podcast and just see, you know, like the one man show where they're, they're yep. big and it's, it's just them owning, operating, doing everything, because that is really intriguing to me. Um, not only, you know, are they putting in the long hours and the hard work, which is you, you just need to do, but it's interesting to see um, how they've structured that. So mm-hmm. sometimes you can't get away from it if you can't find the business, but um, you know, definitely interested to hear your take on that of, of trying your best to run the business and get yeah. away from like the project work, I guess. For sure. One, my team is phenomenal. Obviously we wouldn't be where we are today because of my team. Go boys. Way to go. Boys. Oh, the boys. No, they're phenomenal. And I should have put that in the secret sauce, you know, making sure you have a good team. That's definitely number one. You know, they're the ones, you know, making everything look good, taking care of the equipment. Um, you know, I'm just behind the scenes invoicing, you know, texting people back or making calls saying, yep, the bigger at this time, but they're the ones actually making it happen. So yeah, that's definitely all out to the team. Um, but as for owner operators, just kind of going off, tra- off topic here. Have you ever heard of compact loader service? He's on Instagram. Mm-hmm. We should get him on because he is straight up like owner operator. He's got a couple different like machines. I know he's got, you know, some of the fun and Kong attachments. So he would be super cool to interview and, you know, see what he thinks about the whole world. Cause I, I followed him for a while and it's super fun to watch his content. Yeah, definitely. And just to see like, you know, cause he is likely the back office. He's the owner, yep. he's the manager, he's the technician. So does it all. Su- super fascinated by that. And it hasn't been how I've structured my business, but I just, I love learning from people and just seeing what makes them tick and what they love Mm -hmm. to do. Yeah, absolutely. So he would be super fun. We should look into that. Yeah, definitely. So, um, so yeah, definitely, uh, obviously you're very qualified to, you know, be talking about dirt and kind of how we met, obviously we we've known each other for a long time. Um, you know, grew up, Grew up in the same town, um, decorated cookies together when we were, when we were yeah. young. Played um, football in the backyard, knocked, yep. a couple, you know, knocked a couple teeth out. Was oh, that yeah. your, that was at my birthday party. Remember when it I lost my, was. when I lost my front tooth? Yeah. yeah. And then you last year's too. <laughs> and uh, no, just tons of, tons of good times. And then, you know, obviously high school comes around and we do that whole thing, but we came kind of back in touch. Uh, I think it was probably deep into college or maybe just after, but. Um, I had started my business phaser marketing and, you know, you'd been going for a little while with black iron and, um, we just said, let's work together and let's Let's see how this, let's see how this works. So that would have been April of 2020. We kind of started working together. And at that time, like we were only taking on, uh, or we we were taking on everyone and anyone, you know, if, if it was a coffee shop, if it was a real estate agency, if it was, um, black iron dirt, like we would work with anyone and not until, like probably five months ago, we switched our focus into the dirt world and it has been like the best thing since. So, um, now I can, why did you, why did you want to go into the dirt world? Sorry to cut you off, but what, what brought you into that realm? Like what was something that you saw and you're like, yep, dirt world clients only getting everybody else out, not everybody else out, but you know, not taking any more on. It's a, it's a great question. And I love answering it because I'm just open and honest with how it is. So the dirt world, you know, obviously I get, I got to work with you for since April, 2020. So I got to see most of, of what goes on there. And just for one, it's like, you're a kid. It just fascinates me to see dirt and then 
what, what comes out as the finished product and just like the craft that goes into it that I've never experienced. So I know a lot, 99% of the people I talk to when I work, um, they have way more experience than I do because I've never operated any of these machines, but I also have the appreciation of what they do. So really what got me into it is, okay, they, the craft for what they do and the appreciation for the hours and the work they put in, but also, um, in my opinion, the dirt world is, is kind of lagging back in telling their stories online and really having a good presence. So my business mind kind of went off and I said, okay, I am already attracted to this market. Why not give them our service, which is digital marketing, but, you know, pertain that to them. And so, you know, definitely saw that. And then another thing that really attracted me to the market, um, I love the big ticket projects. Like these guys are just casually doing like $20,000 bids, $100,000 bid, you know, million dollar bid. And it's just, it blows my mind. And so I think those bigger numbers really attracted me as well of like, wow, this is really cool. What if we, cause I love the partnerships and everything and marketing for the long term. So instead of getting somebody 30 more products at $5 a product in a month, I'd rather get somebody one or two giant contracts in a year and just like celebrate that. So that's kind of why I went into the dirt world, but really to, um, help this market, like speak their voice and their story. And it is some of the coolest stories that I've seen. And, you know, that's why this podcast too will be really awesome just because we get to have those people on here. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm anxious for those conversations too. There's some really cool people in this industry. Yeah. So, um, and you know, just to reiterate again, so this is the dirt bags podcast. So I, mm-hmm. I call it the, um, it's like an organized laid back feel. So yep. we are going to be sipping whiskey, which Luke will talk about in a minute here <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and, but having fun, having guests on, but also having an organized way to we, so we can deliver content to you guys. Um, and you're not wasting your time. You know, we want to be on all, uh, podcast platforms, YouTube, even our website, um, and, you know, give you good quality content. So it's an organized laid back feel. Um, you know, we will be exploring all opportunities like with this platform, um, and just having a good time doing it. Mm-hmm. My random question again, Luke, what's your, like, when you listen to a podcast, what's your favorite thing about a podcast? My favorite thing about a podcast, uh, would definitely be, I always, you know, put it on at like 1.2 speed. I don't like listening to it at normal speed. Um, and just kind of getting lost in the conversation. So I'll love to go on a walk and something that motivates me to do something better than I am. So I love these entrepreneurship and business podcasts just because I'm already in this space. Um, I could be wasting my time listening to music or just, you know, sitting on my phone, sitting on Instagram, but I want to be doing something um, productive. So my favorite thing about podcasts is kind of the mindless, just I'm just encapsulated by um, the stories that they're telling and the conversations that people are having. So um, definitely a big fan of just the put it in and kind of zone out the world and focus on, um, you know, the conversations that are being had. Just the information that they spew out for sure. My favorite hands down whenever Andy Frizzella has a Q and AF. Yeah. Oh, that's instant play. Those are my favorite when people ask him questions and he gives his, you know, most honest opinions on it. I love those. I love that. We'll have to bring that into the show of having, yeah. um, you know, quick fire questions from 
people that are listening and then we'll, yep. you know, shoot those out to the guests just to get those honest, like legitimate answers of, you don't have time to think about this. Just give us your, your quick just answer. Raw, like raw speaking, yeah. throw it out. Absolutely. And especially no, by mean, the end, by the end of the episode, I mean, if you're a couple of those drinks in, I mean, they, it, it could get good. So yeah, hopefully our words don't start slurring. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to watch <laughs> out for that, but no, it'll be a good time. And, um, what do you, what are you drinking right now? Um, I'm sipping on some bighorn is what it's called. It's a Montana distillery or Montana distilled whiskey. Willie's distillery is actually the, is a distiller. I would assume is what it's called for the whiskey. And I found them, we go to Montana and do, you know, some skiing every now and then in the winters. And they have, um, it was on display at this place called the rocks and big sky. And we're like, yep, it's, you know, let's give that a try. And by far favorite whiskey. And um, a little bit about them, which is kind of cool. The guy is a veteran. So he served, I'm not sure where he served, but he's, you know, pro American pro whiskey. Um, so that was super cool, but yeah, great, great stuff. Bighorn. I love yeah, it. Shout oh. out Bighorn. Shout out Willie's. I, uh, I would lie and say that I've got Bighorn in this cup, but haven't, uh, haven't gotten that yet. So, um, I've got a, a cold Coors light, which I know I'm going to mm-hmm. get a lot of hate for that, but, um, Mountain typically, blue, baby. Yeah. Typically a Bud Light or a Bush Light drinker, but, um, it's all we had left over. I was just telling you, um, before we started recording that, uh, we were just in Vegas over the weekend. So I had some extra cans, you know, kind of just a mixed bag of things and just trying to get rid of some of it. So absolutely. Yeah. There you go. Good deal. But, um, so a couple other things, you know, I want to, you know, touch on with you and just like this conversation too, is, um, you know, you've been in, in for about three years. Um, when you look at that and you look at what you're building and kind of the brick by brick mentality, um, do, do you feel like somebody starting out that has to be tougher than somebody where you're at three years from now. Like, don't you think that starting out, there's just so many things and you're not getting paid as well either. Like, what are your thoughts on starting out to three years in to 10 years in maybe? So starting out, what one thing that I would change if I were to do it again, um, I would try to find the market that I want to be in, which is, again, it's tough to really kind of hammer that down until you actually do it. Um, But, you know, like when I first started, I would take on anything, you know, there was people in the lakes area that are like, oh, can you bring in some riprap for me? Yeah, for sure. And I, you know, did not care to do that at all, but it was a job for it. Um, So I think finding out what you want to do, you know, finding out where there's opportunity, you know, people that are working right now, you know, in said companies, whatever they work for, they know those opportunities. So it's just, you know, them taking that leap to actually do it. And I think, you know them having a lot of questions, them having a lot of fear, hopefully that kind of eases that to where they're like, okay, we have some answers now. Um, but as far as like, you know, when you do start out, it's, you know, finding that one thing you want to do compared to three years down the road to where I can kind of pick and choose what we want to do now. You know, like people call and ask if we will still do those rock removals and that type of thing. Um, you know, I, I'm not trying to be sound you know, bad when I say this, but I have no interest in doing those. And I'll be straight up to those people instead of saying, yep, we'll get you an estimate. Um, and then just putting it off, putting it off, putting it off to where these people are like, okay, you said you were going to give me a number. Where is it? You know, just straight up tell them not something I'm interested in. Most of the time they'll ask for like a referral or something. And, you know, I kind of have a book of business of, you know, what realm people are in and I'll send them that way. Um, and that's another thing that you develop too, when you start out, you know, other people that want to kind of grow their niche, um, that you can send them to. Um, 
but yeah, other than that, it's, you know, have fun, you know, try different things, take some risks. There's really no right or wrong answer when you run your own business. You know, you can be as creative as you want. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's probably the best advice I have. I'm sure there's other people that can chew, you know, t- chime in on that as well, but that's what I've noticed in that industry. Yeah. It's interesting when you bring that up because the first word that comes to my head is collaboration. And I think yeah. it is just so important because it makes your business less transactional and more about the relationships. And um, in the long haul, if you're all about the relationships, you're going to make the money, like the money is going to come with it. But, um, you know, just working with other contractors, working with um, other subs of all different sizes, you know, it's the same thing that we do as a marketing agency. Like we, if I get somebody that comes out, to, uh, reaches out to me and says, Hey Luke, I own, you know, I own a real estate agency. Like, can you do our marketing? Like respectfully, I'll just say, no, we, we only work, um, with excavation companies, but here's my friend. He does killer real estate marketing work. Um, here's his number. And I'll just yep. make that introduction. So essentially it's the same thing that you're doing, except within the industry, which if you don't like to do a certain thing or it's, too low of a ticket or too high of a ticket, even you can send that out. And I think a good example, which would parlay really well with my next point is like, um, so we, we are a marketing agency. Uh, we work with companies usually in like the one to 10 million revenue mark. It's just kind of a, what we set, usually it, it kind of works out well with, um, our fees and kind of what these companies are looking for. And for example, build it, which I'm sure everyone know listening, um, they do, they work with like the big, big guys, the big and, companies. Yeah. Yeah. And for great reason too. Like I, I hear it all the time. Like people always complain about their prices and they're always, you know, bitching about that and stuff, but I'm like, Hey, good for them. I mean, they're, mm-hmm. they're killing it. They offer obviously great services, exposure, um, and you know, values is a big one. And, uh, for them to just find their niche and focus on that, like good for them. So that would be an example of just say a big, big construction company reach out to me and they're focused on, we need this research done. That's not up our alley. You know, we're more of the, the simplicity marketing where we're checking all your boxes, but we would just refer that out to another company and not pretend like, you know, we know what we're doing. So, um, but I did point on price that you said, you know, saying where the people that are complaining about the prices one, I'm sorry, but they usually can't afford them, which is fine. You know, but if you can't afford them, don't bitch about them. Right. You know, there's a reason that those prices are there. There's a reason, you know, they're not, most of those people are setting those prices. So they're able to make a little on the top, make their payments, pay their guys, you know, and build what's case. They're trying to build this infrastructure um, to really help a lot of people. So of course, yeah, you're going to pay a little bit more for them. And I'm sure you have that same mentality to where, well, yeah, making money is not a bad thing. You know, every business has to make money to thrive. And I feel like that's instilled in so many people to where they're like, oh, you're making money. Well, yeah, I'm making money. I got to live, you know, things like that. So I think that's another thing in the industry that people need to be okay with. Yeah, I'm making a little money. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. And one of my favorite lines that I love to say, I'm just very open about it, is you're not in business to break even. Like, why would you, why would you be in business to pay all your bills and make a little bit and then like, call it good. Like it can be your passion. It can be your passion. It can be your number one favorite thing to do is your business. 
but you might as well make a little bit more too. And like, um, save for your kid's college or like go on these trips or travel right. to see your clients and do all these fun things. So, um, never be afraid to have that mentality is you're not in business to break even. So mm -hmm. if you need to adjust your prices and then that means you have to say no to a certain amount of people, um, it's not a bad thing and you're not dissing them or burning those bridges. You're just, you know, in a different market. And, you Correct. know, we, we've had to go through that, uh, or I guess got, we've, you know, it's a pleasure to like kind of move around and like have the opportunity to say no. Um, but we just do it respectfully. We just tell people, yep, yep this is kind of the market we're in. Uh, this is what we charge. If it doesn't work for you, you know, no big deal. We're not going to lose sleep at night. Um, but this is kind of where we're at. So let us know if that works. If not, no big deal. I actually learned um, a good lesson this fall um, from that uh, price. You know, I talk about when you have a price in mind, stick with that. Okay. Cause that's the price that you need to make money at. As soon as somebody comes back and said, can you do it at this number or this number sounds better? Don't instantly say, yep, we'll do it at that price just to get it. You know, you're devaluing your work at that point. Um, we had a job this year to where we took on a smaller project. I called it filler work. You know, we were a little bit slower at the time. It was kind of that transition from fall to winter, not a lot going on. Uh, so we took it on and it ended up just being a nightmare. You know, if the, the original number that I quoted them, if they would have gone with that, then, you know, it would have probably gone a little bit smoother um, because there were some unforeseen issues, whatever we had to take care of them. Um, but then the guy was like, well, how about you do it for this? And I was like, well, since it's filler work, yeah, that's fine. We can just do it for that. And it just, yeah, not good. So Dylan, one of my guys was like, Luke, can we not do that again? And I was like, yes, we are never doing that again. So it was a good lesson to where, you know, I, I feel like I devalued our work at that point. When you have a number, that's your number to make it happen. If it doesn't work for them, that's fine. Somebody will probably always be cheaper than you, whatever but that's where you value yourself at. So that was kind of a big lesson for me. Totally. And it's always, you know, in negotiations in mm -hmm. especially your business and my business, um, do your best to never fluctuate on the price and negotiate yep. the price, but try to explain your value better because Correct. there's a reason you're priced at where you're at and you're just not getting across your value to the potential customer. And you don't have to work with every customer. Like it, it's mm -hmm. very hard, especially when you're starting out to, to say no and to yep. turn away business. But if it's not in your best interest and you think it's going to be a bitch, you know, to your team and just like mm -hmm. your sleep and your positivity and your attitude, like your checkbook, I don't know, it, it's, yeah, no. your checkbook. I mean, it's, it's just not <laughs> worth it. You know, the extra, yep. yeah, a couple hundred dollars or thousand dollars, whatever it ends up being, it's just, just that mentality already has been set of like, okay, he'll budge on this. He may budge on this Correct. and this and that. And it, it can just be a roller coaster then. Yeah. And you never want to be known for being the cheap guy in town. Mm -hmm. Never. Cause one, everybody in that same industry is going to hate you because you're bringing down <laughs> their markets. Right. And I, I see it all the time. It's a big thing. It's snow in this yeah. area right now. Everyone's like, Oh, the fucking cheap guy, you know? Blah, blah, blah. So yeah, I don't know. Big lesson I learned. So I want to change gears a little bit um, and talk about the future of this podcast and kind of what we've got in store. Um, yep. So technically this isn't episode one. I know I said that earlier, but this is kind of just the intro. And the intro. Yeah. yeah. This is just explaining who we are, what we're all about and uh, what we've got coming. So I talked to about them a little bit, but 
as I said, you know, BuildWit has been just a staple in this industry. And um, I think everyone listening can agree to that, that they are paving the way um, to make the dirt world a better place. And that has been um, Aaron and their whole team's mission and values. So um, I've definitely looked up to their company and what they're doing for a long time now. And uh, Luke, I'm sure you can admire what they're doing and um, definitely like what they're doing in the dirt world. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, we've got some exciting things coming up and uh, I'll have you break that news. We, our first guest is going to be Aaron fucking Witt. So Luke and I are both pumped to get him on here. Cause again, I think we both listen to the dirt talk or the dirt talk podcast. Um, and it's just, it flows so well. So I'm excited to really get him on and kind of just dive into different topics with him that he's seen. Cause like you said, he's such a, you know, he's an influencer in the dirt world. No, you know, that's the best word to say it because he's got such a good following. Um, and what he's doing for, again, you know, not only those bigger companies, but it's trickling down into smaller companies and just, you know, he really cares about like people. He really cares about the dirt world and he really is trying to make it a better place. So it's super fun to follow along with that. And again, having him on as our first guest, um, I'm super pumped. So hopefully we can get some whiskey sent to him and we can all have a couple and just unleash into a good conversation. Yeah. Shout out Bighorn. So if they don't sponsor this, we'll just take out Bighorn and do like, yeah. you know, <laughs> and just one of the, Jack, Jack Daniels or Pendleton Jack Daniels. or Silver. We'll, uh, we'll have Brandon do a voiceover on that, but um, <laughs> uh, yeah, we're just, I'm super stoked to have him on. Obviously yeah. like, you know, I'm a marketing guy in the dirt world. Um, you're in the dirt world, but also like have that marketing background. And Aaron is like the, like He's both. Two worlds collide right now. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's wild. And just like his, you know, his reach and his influence, but then his passion and his mission is just like so cool. So we're like, Hey, let's, uh, let's dig into this. I, you know, I'm excited to get some questions in from, you know, other, uh, people, other people. listening and yep. like, we can throw those out at him on episode one. So, um, we'll have a spot for you guys to, to drop those questions in, but super excited to just have him on, uh, have a great conversation and just see, uh, see where we take it. What's really cool is Again, he's usually the one asking questions to people. Again, that's his whole podcast. So I can't wait till revolt or roles are reversed to where we start just digging into him. You know, that guy's just got to be a wealth of knowledge. I know he always referencing books and like he, you know, oh, in chapter three, page 12, this person said this, this, and this. And oh, it's just powerful. I'm like, how do you remember that? Dude, he's too smart. And if you can get him going like on some equipment or, I mean, which I'm going to need your help on that, but I mean, project managers, we can break that up. (laughs) GCs. Um, (laughs) But just to hear like the not so pretty version of what he does too, because it, uh, you know, it's all good for all of us online and Mm -hmm. everything's good, but I think he does a really great job and of, you know, bringing the transparency to it of like, Hey, it's not all great guys. And this world is really good at that in the beginning. Yeah, definitely. He, it's like when he like just started, I remember he put everything out there about how he had to call people and he was stuck at like an airport, he had to wire him money to get home. Yeah. You know? yeah so those will be super fun. Yeah. That's wild. And just like their, their trajectory and their path right now of what, mm-hmm. what they've got going with their partnerships and, and the infrastructure the software, like I'm super excited to dive into that because, you know, the really cool thing is they're making it accessible for everyone, you know, yep. so there's their digital marketing services, which they only work with X amount of contractors. Right. Like they can't, yep. 
they can't bring on everyone, but yep. they're also coming out with training, you know, their software, um, so much to kind of make the dirt world a better place and just really mm-hmm. get that out there to everyone. So it'll be really cool to see what they have in store. I mean, it seems like he's just on a rocket ship and, you know, we're it's not gonna stopping. To, yeah. We're going to get to dive into yeah. that and, uh, really just figure that out. So the structure, um, you know, Luke and I have talked about it. The structure of um, the Dirt Bags podcast will be uh, the first Luke, Friday of every month. We, keep going. Sorry. Everybody oh, yeah. yeah. Question later. Um, I believe we're doing the first Friday of every month. Uh, we'll have it launched on, you know, all platforms. You know, you got your Apple podcast, Spotify and YouTube just to make sure that um, everyone can listen to it. But uh, we're shooting for one a month and we want to stay on a consistent um, timetable so that you guys know when the episodes are dropping. And then we will also be building a website around it. Um, so that way we can um, have those referrals for you guys. If you're just starting out, if you're newer um, and also make sure we're pointing you guys in the right direction and just trying to, trying to do our best to, to um, help you guys out as well. And, you know, enjoy this content, but also like if you need something um, you, you'll know where to go uh, to get it. Luke. Why did we name this podcast the Dirt Bags? Honestly, is it because, I, is it because we love the dirt, <laughs> and maybe once in a time we were douchebags? Dude, I see. I think dirtbag and douchebag are two different terms. Like big, correct? Term. They are. They are. 100%. Um, honestly, I think there's probably two parts. Like we're definitely, we definitely wanted to name it something to do with dirt because we're both in the industry. We wanted that to be clear, but honestly, and dirt we talk get, was already taken. Yeah. Dirt talk is taken, but honestly, we get greasy sometimes. Like if, if you're out, you know, at a party or if you're out, um, you know, in the dirt mudding, doing all that shit, it's like, it, uh, it's not always pretty. So I think it, it reflects a little bit on our personalities and, Mm -hmm. you know, a little bit in the industry of that we're in. So definitely. I mean, if I'm scrolling through business podcasts and I see dirt bags, I'm going to be like, I gotta know what this is about. Yeah. Just two grease balls, having some whiskey and <laughs> did you, maybe, I showered today. Did you, uh, a couple of days ago I did, but oh, okay. Perfect. Um, Vegas will get you. Yeah. Vegas was tough on us, but, um, you know, I, I want it back on the, the last night. So that's good. Know, were you a blackjack player? Or were you? Um, yeah, definitely blackjack. blackjack. Um, you know, June, June hurt me pretty good. And then, um, I can't remember. Oh, Rose, Rose, uh, helped me win all my money back. So mm minor setback major comeback right yeah for sure so you know you gotta you gotta stay in it for the long haul and um atms are not always your friend but they can help <laughs> well they're very easy to use that's for sure you win every time yeah that's true it's the only time you'll win but um cool man so you know a couple other things before we jump off don't want to make the intro too long because we're just cruising right now yeah um, i was gonna say what are we really at like at least 30 some minutes yeah. 36. So, yep. uh, last thing I'll say, um, you know, we've got one episode a month. We got Aaron Witt coming on here. Um, last thoughts as you're going through, um, who, who would you like to see on? You don't have to be specific, but who are we trying to get on the show as a guest, um, in like this year? You know, I want to get a range of people. I want to yeah. get people with really good stories, really good insight, Um, so not only, you know, the people that are listening can learn, but I want to learn too. You know, I think this is a really good way to obviously get a hold of people. Um, so it'll be fun to have these conversations with, with these people, but, um, obviously Aaron was huge to get on as our first guest. Um, I'm trying to think of people industry-based. I'd love to have Mike Rowe 
Mike Rowe would be really cool. That'd be sweet. That'd, That'd be, be sweet. Cool. He's so, coming to Fargo, I think, this week. Maybe it's yeah. next week. I don't know. But I'll, that'll I'll, be. I'll, I'll come up to Fargo and we could do an in-person interview with him. There we go. We'll just pull rush the stage and kind of make him. There you go. <laughs> uh, but, awesome. Just like other, you know, other people in the industry that, you know, have really good, um, like I said, stories, experience. Um, yeah. I mean, we'll obviously do our market research on that, but how about you? Who do you want to see? Yeah. Honestly, just putting together organized content and having people on that, um, want to tell their story, but also, you know, kind of add value to the conversations that we're having. So, you know, like you said, it could be, um, a business owner, owner operator, uh, could be a marketing agency owner. So, you know, I don't know if you'd call Aaron that, you know, cause they've got so much going on, but, um, then also, you know, just, and maybe an association president or like, for example, like a VP of marketing at Bobcat, you know, that's yep. one that popped in my head. I was like, how cool would it be to see the corporate side of what they do yep. and get some insight. So really just, um, bringing on an array of people, because like you said, uh, we definitely don't know everything. So we're also trying to learn as well. And one of the yep. easiest ways to do that is through podcasting, because you can have a conversation, you can kind of say whatever you want. Um, and then really just, um, put out content that way. Yep. Very easy to reach people and listen and all that fun stuff. All right. So that's a wrap of the first dirt bags podcast overview. We've got episode episode one coming. Uh, it would be the first Friday in March. Uh, we'll yep. have Aaron Witt, uh, with build Wit on he's the chief dirt nerd there. So Excited to have him on and really dive into um, his life, his story, and what they're doing to make the dirt world a better place. So, uh, we will have uh, our Instagram coming up and, you know, just a bunch of different ways to contact us. But obviously, you can follow Luke Payne and Black Iron Dirt, or you can and then follow you can me. follow Luke Eggerbrown, Phase of Marketing and Dirt World Marketing. Yep. Let's go. So, we've got, we're, we're trying to reach, reach everyone in a way that, you know, it, it makes it easy to, to contact us. So, um, be looking forward to the first episode in March. Awesome. See you guys in March and ladies in March. All right, let's go. <laughs>